Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Giles, as always. It's Monday, the 20th of March. I'm joined by my seasonal guests at this stage of the show. Um, in our second year now as, as a podcast, I'm, I'm happy to say. Um, I'm joined this week by Ian Gunnery, a late call up due to Brandon not making it. Thanks, Ian. How are you? Oh, Good to be here. Straight off the bench. <laughs> um, Brandon will be making a donation to our podcast at the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> he, he couldn't hack it after last week. Too much pressure, Ozzy, because uh, you couldn't make it, unfortunately. Um, I'm also joined by Ozzy, as we all know. Karen Osborne, how are you, Ozzy? Oh, good, mate. Good to be back. Thanks for having. Thanks for coming back on again. And uh, as always, um, a resident... <laughs> Who am I, guest? Who are you this week, Eamon? <laughs> ah, evening, Jonathan. Evening, Carl. Evening, Ian. There, uh, I was watching Opportunity Knocks earlier on. There, uh, Piper Lives were on with Billy Dumpy Hero. Uh, I thought it was about Billy Bremner. Billy Bremner there. I used to say to Billy, give me the ball. Give me the ball, Billy. Uh, if everybody listened to me, Billy, everything be okay. Evening, lads. How are we doing? All right. Crack your mate. Doing all good. Doing all good. It wouldn't be a show without aiming on us. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, thanks for joining me, lads, as always, this week. Um, our last show before the international break. Um, you can uh, catch our show, as always, on um, the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel and also on Spotify, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Um also, uh, check out Pat McLaughlin and Co. at JoeSarcel.com and JoeSarcel Vids. Um, really good content. They add daily. Um, I check it out daily myself. So, hopefully, they stick our video on <laughs> tomorrow. That's since I gave you the plug there. Um, no, it's really good, and they're over a thousand subscribers now. So, congrats to them, and um, and glad we could help the line. Let's make a donation on our page. <laughs> Um, thanks for our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Use Arsenal 10 for a 10% discount. And uh, as always, catch all the matches throughout the season in the official supporters bar, the River Bar in um, Dublin City Centre. I think we'll all agree it's been rocking this season, lads. And uh, hopefully, Ozzy, we'll see you there for um, Liverpool in the week's time. Fingers crossed. I'm getting pressure from Richard now to come along. So, uh, so yeah, he's, he's got the sign off from the wife. So, uh, yeah, I'm under pressure now to deliver. Come on, Richard. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew there was something coming there. Um, if I if was listening, are you listening? Ozzy <laughs> um, says he'd behave himself um, over the weekend. <laughs> No, I'll set up, I'll set up, bring a little dick with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ozzy doesn't understand the word behaved. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. We're starting now, lads. <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Has it been What's, up? What's up, Johnny? We're, we're recording, mate. <laughs> Um, last week's stats, 61 views, 3 likes, and 2,890 um, subscribers. Um, so, well, yeah, look, we were at 2,880 
for a week. So hopefully we get over the 3,000 mark over the next couple of weeks and it'd be great, you know. Um, on this week's show, um, as always, we'll be reviewing yesterday's 4-1 home win over uh, Crystal Palace. Golden player of the month for March. And uh, at the end of the show, um, a review of the season so far as it's the international break. So um, plenty of talking points uh, over the next half hour or so. Um, 4-1 yesterday, lads. Um, two goals by Saka, Martinelli and uh, Jacka. And Jeffrey Slope got the uh, consolation there for Crystal Palace to make a 3-1. Um, uh, I suppose to 14 goals in March over the four games, which was quite nice. Uh, gets the goal difference down to about, I think we're only two off City now, I think. Um, so that's that, that's the main, eight, eight points clear, of course. Uh, City have a game in hand, but it's nice to have eight points going back into um, the last 10 games of the season. Uh, I suppose the talking points from yesterday in terms of the first half, uh, Zaha and Edward had two early chances which were well saved by Ramsdale. So, um, if they had scored first, it could have been edgy after the defeat to Lisbon on Thursday. But I thought um, Martinelli and Saka terrorised Joel Ward and Tyreek Mitchell um, on the wings. Um, I thought Ben White had a great game. Uh, his, his passing was really superb and the ball through to Saka for the second goal was just brilliant, just class. Um, for, for probably my man of the match maybe, you know. I thought he played really that well. Um, Patrick Vieira being sacked obviously last week didn't help Palace but they came out fighting in fairness to them. Um, another Paddy McCarthy <laughs> was the manager of Palace yesterday but sadly... Um, we, a game we were expected to win and we won comfortably. I was a bit nervous about after the game on Torsi in fairness, but um, I thought we played really well. We came out fighting. Um, once the force went in, I think we all felt that there was going to be a few more and that's what happened. Um, uh, Trossard's ball into Saka for the tour goal was brilliant. Just the pass and the movement for that goal was exceptional. Uh, poor Mark and I thought from Gabrielle and Trossard Oh, sorry, Odegaard, sorry, for um, Palace's goal. Um, but Tierney's layoff for Saka was class for the fourth. Klimt is a rocky in Bukaya Saka, I'm saying more and more. And um, Ramsdale saved well from Eze near the end. So, um, what's that's what, five wins now in a row? Six, sorry, or six wins since that City defeat in six. mid-February. Or fifth, is it? Six. six, six, yeah. So, look, we can't complain, really. I didn't expect it at all, you know, but we've come back really since that City game. Uh, eight points clear and another home win and 14 goals in March. Happy days. Um, I go to you, Eamon. Uh, how did you see the game yesterday? Well, the first thing that struck me um, was I was, I, I was really impressed with the energy we showed after Thursday night. The first thing. And it was obvious from the first 20 minutes. Um, in the lead up to the second goal, for 10 minutes down that right-hand side, we were relentless. Wilfred Zaha has heard us so many times, but he spent his day chasing Bukai Saka. And the combination between White and Saka was unbelievable. 
granite jacket. My God. I was there on the dark day when he walked off the pitch being sucked to the children and got booed. Well, my God, how he's turned things around. He was unbelievable yesterday. He looked as if he could have played another game after. He had that much energy. Um, the Palace goal uh, would be the only kind of fault line I have in the performance. And Martin Odegaard should never, ever, ever again be placed defending a set piece. Yeah, He's a brilliant player, but he's not robust enough for that. He gets knocked over. That's the fourth goal this season that we conceded with Martin Odegaard not being able to do his stuff. He should stand on the halfway line as an outball. On an opposition corner, he stands on the halfway line and somebody else goes in and does what he's supposed to do. Um, it, it was a bit of a, a calamitous goal. Uh, Rob Holding um, came in. He's only played one Premier League game this season. And to be fair to him, stuck with the squad and the singularity of purpose that the squad has. And really, like, he was on the front foot the whole time. The big worry about Rob, of course, is when somebody runs through and he doesn't have the pace, but I, I thought he did really well. We have 69 points. That would have got us into the Champions League last year. Yeah. And we've 10 games to spare. So if anybody wants to talk about the, the trajectory we're on, that's it. I thought Saka and Martinelli tortured Crystal Palace. Yeah. Absolutely tortured Crystal Palace. And they say, like, the Brazilians know everything. How in the name of God they put Richarlison ahead of Martinelli in the World Cup? It's just an absolute lucky bag fizz bomb. It's hilarious. Martinelli is a worldie. Second is a worldie. The way Martinelli shifted that ball onto, onto his weaker left foot and just decided he knew what he, he knew what he was doing straight away. It was unbelievable. So we have a 10-game sprint left. Uh, after we play Leeds, it's down into single figures. And this is seriously game on. Man City got Bayern Munich um, in, in, the, in the Champions League. That is going to ask them serious questions. It's not Burnley in the FA Cup. It's Bayern Munich, who I think will win the Champions League, by the way. That will ask them serious questions. A um, couple of other things. What in the name of God has gone with VAR? The two goals were clearly onside. It's almost as if Paul Dorkin has come out of his past and sat up there in Manchester saying, I hate Emmanuel Petit and I'm going to keep this going and I'm going to get VAR checks for everything Arsenal. We never get penalties. We never get anything. But the VAR checks almost yesterday. It was almost as if they're trying to chuck off the goals. Yeah. And yeah. even though they were, the goals were clearly onside. And the last thing I'd say about the game is Kieran Tierney to come on 
after having now minutes, pull the ball back to Saka and the reaction of the team to Kieran Tierney when he did that just tells you everything you need to know about this Arsenal. This is a serious team gone places. And obviously we're going to lose the next 10 games. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know this. But I have to say, this is a serious team under a serious manager and serious coaching staff doing serious things. And it was a great day yesterday. That's my sum it up. Yeah, you're a man of the match, Eamon. Who, who would ben White. Yeah, Ben White. Yeah, was, All day yeah, yeah. exceptional, wasn't he? And it's, that says a lot considering Martinelli and Saka had really great games yesterday as well, hadn't they? Well, I, I thought about Ben White. That 15 minutes before we got that second goal, Ben White actually drove Arsenal on for that 15 minutes. Yeah. He drove Arsenal on, you know, and... He, above any other player, wanted that second goal, getting a half-time, tuning it up. We're not screwing this up, you know? And he, not only his willingness, and his willingness going backwards as well, but his perception of passing. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like to think he wanted to become a gardener. <laughs> he can do a good job in the Emirates any day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just so calm on the ball, though, uh, and like he sees a pass, you know, just incredible. Yeah, uh, what kind of epitomised him was that it was actually the lead up to the Palace goal, but the way he went through the the player, I think it was um, I think it was Mitchell. He just went through, him, you know, and got yeah. the ball. It was so, incredible. Just, yeah. just before you go over to uh, Carl and Ian, I was talking to a mate of mine from the same area as me, a fellow called David O'Leary. And he said, uh, uh, as a side, we won the game. Get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah. Like that, yeah, that, that could have been a potential tricky game against Palace, but we, we came through it, you know. Um, we get on with it, yeah. 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 It's another another one chalked off and another three points, yeah. Kerr, <laughs> um, uh, were you at the game yesterday? How did you see it? Yeah, I was, I was at it. Um, I've got to be honest, like, Talk about the atmosphere there. Uh, start of the game, it was quite nervy. I don't know if you picked it up on TV, but it was very, very nervous in the Emirates. I was there the Thursday night against Sporting. I'm not going to go too much into that, but it's quite buzzing on the Thursday night. And it was actually surprised me for a, for a for Europa game how, how good it was. Um, but yeah, the contrast compared to um, the Palace game, it was really nervy. And you could sense it all, all, in the concourse. You could sense that everyone was nervous about this game. Um and really, uh, it started off a bit nervy as well, didn't it? Like, you look at that Zaha chance, and you, I think Arsene Wenger always used to talk about small margins, but the way it ricocheted off the back of Ramsdale and yeah. could have gone in the back of the net, I think we got very fortunate with that, and that might have changed the sort of course of the game. Certainly, where all the fans were feeling. Um, but again, this side, we keep coming back, don't we? We look at the Fulham game, play brilliant, lost to Sporting. Most teams get knocked down, like we, but we keep coming back. And sums it up for me, Martinelli. Mr. Penalty on a Thursday night. Young lad. What's he do? He, he scores a world, bit of a worldie for me. I thought the way he switched his body, yeah. and put that in the bottom corner. You know, for a player to do that a few days after playing 120 minutes and missing the missing the key penalty, um, says a lot about this team. And I think that's throughout that team. Yeah. 
um, that shows a character they've got, the steel they've got. Mm. And we talk about the end of last season. I think this made this team. I think that made this team. I don't think we'd have seen the team like this hungry and this show this much fight had we not had a bad end of the last season. Last season, we said that all along. The documentary is a tough watch, but you could see it hurt them. And, and I think that's showing for every every time we do this comeback, we're not letting it happen again. Um, and I think we're going to push City all the way. Uh, whether we do it or not, I don't know. If, you know what? If we don't do it, I don't. I don't care now. I'm going to. I'm going to stand there and <laughs> clap them players off that pitch against Wolves because I tell you what, they've, they've done us proud already this season. Um, I just hope they can push them all the way. Um, so yeah, looking looking through the team, I thought I'm going to say Ben White. I'm going to say man of match ready. He was brilliant. He was best 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 game in an Arsenal shirt. I think um, he, his passing um, was absolutely fantastic. And it's an absolute tragedy that he's not in the England squad. Um, when you've got yeah. people like Eric Dyer, it's, it's yeah. unbelievable. What has he got to do to get in England? <coughs> but, but, um, but, you know, um, just looking through, over, you know, I think Elise and Zaha, they, they are quite dangerous, but if they weren't given, they were too busy trying to, like, like, like Eamon said, sort out Martinelli and Saka. They just... They needed support there, so they couldn't be dangerous. I thought at least I quite liked him actually. I was quite impressed by him, but when he was going forward, but like I say, most of the time they weren't. They were defended. Um, so yeah, um, you, you know, Amos covered a lot of points in there. I think Granit Xhaka was fantastic. I thought Odegaard was fantastic. Thomas Party ruled that midfield, um, and I'm going to give you know a bit of a, a credit to Rob Holding. I think Rob Holding in isolation um, in this team can do a job. I think we're, we're, Rob Holding we've seen this season is when there's five or six changes to the 11. He's one of the lead guys in that team at that point. He's one of the leaders. And you see a, a different Rob Holding. But we'll put him in this side and I think he looks pretty well. He don't look too out of place. I think he's got his limitations. I think you put him up against Haaland. It's a different story. I think, um, but you know, Crystal Palace was his level and he done the job. Um, and, and, and you know, I think he can do a job against Leeds and I'm not overly concerned. If he if he buys time till Saliba gets back, then then I'd be confident in him. But after that, yeah, great performance. Um and actually I asked one of the guys behind me, I said, What's the greatest comeback at the Emirates this season? Is it Granite Xhaka's relationship with the fans or Rob Holding's hairline? Do you see what he looks like? He looks like he looks like a Jack Grealish. He's got an Alice band in there. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'd imagine, Carl. I'd imagine if Ken Barlow had his time all over again, he could have gone for one of those looks. You Alice know, band. he could have had an Alice band, can't he, Ken Barlow? Where's my hairband, Deirdre? <laughs> but, but honestly, honestly, Rob Holding, you know, he's, he's he's brilliant. So no, a bit of an O to him. I thought I thought he was I thought he was good on the day. Yeah. Um, you, you know. Um, and yeah, and we said about Kieran Tierney as well. Um, I thought <laughs> me a chap I was with Tim on the day, um, a good friend of mine, and we were saying we used to use the terminology in the nineties when uh, we well, fullbacks did that, but they used to bomb on, and that's all Kieran Tierney did when he came on. He kept on bombing on down those wings, and, and really attacking them. And, and he played with some quite quite ferocious, I think, down that left hand side, and he. he, he, he he was a different Kieran Tierney, what I've seen lately. So something's changed there. But um, he, he wants to be part of this, I think. And um, you could really see that in his performance. Um, there's two more things I'm going to say about the crowd before I move over to Ian. But um, I thought the crowd are fantastic for singing Patrick Vieira songs. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that came for on TV, but that was, yeah, that was probably the loudest yeah. songs of the day. Um, you know, it was, it, was, it was quite nice to, to give him. 
yeah. uh, a bit of support there. And it, I, I, yeah, I, I imagine that Rock got a smile from him um, when he was watching it on TV, if he was. And and then and then finally, um, Eamon touched on it. VAR, absolute killing celebrations. There's at least two of those goals I couldn't celebrate because you just knew it was going to VAR. It kind of killed the atmosphere a little bit. It's got to stop. They've got to stop. Clearly onside, Carl. Yeah. Well, on the the naked eye, they were clearly onside. So, what's the VAR about? You know. I know, like a lot of people watching on TV, like they get benefit of a replay straight away, don't they? As well. Like we, 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 even we could tell it weren't offside from from where we were sat. You know. And and we was guessing. Well, what else has happened? What else has happened? And then it it takes a few minutes to come through, because. We could, you know, they were so obvious goals. Um, we couldn't actually work out why they were going to VAR for until it came up so, on the screen. Well, I, I, I've actually developed a theory on this today. I think VAR is at the Rovers' return. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a Manchester thing, you know? Like, yeah. base oh, pot and a bit of VAR, why not, you know? <laughs> Seriously. There's no other explanation. No, no, no. Honestly, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was shocking. But yeah, look, um, you, you know, we we got three points. Um, I think I think we're in a very good position. We we kept on saying, I think, on this podcast, said ten games to go. If we're still top of ten games to go, well, here we are, ten ten games to go, and we're still top. We kept on saying that, didn't we, at the start of season? You, you know, but um, but yeah, it is ten games to go, and once we played Leeds, it'll be nine, and and I've just proved I can count. Uh, but yeah, um. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to say before the end comes in, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't you love to say, you know the way it comes up, decision, goal allowed. Wouldn't you love to say, VAR, put a sock in it, Barlow. <laughs> goal allowed. It's a fucking, it's a nonsense. I, I, think, like, you know? I think VAR is just used more nearly for the controversy of it now. You know, yeah. just for the sake of it, they just throw it in, I hear, look, Throw it in there, the game's been quite... Well, let's, let, let's not turn football into a reality programme, because I'll tell you what, if I yeah, start doing... It's ruining the game. It's just ruining the game. But, but every single goal we get is going to VAR, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's helping the game. It's, if anything, it's prolonging us for no reason, you know? Yeah. In fairness now, all joking aside, one of the reasons why all our goals are going to VAR is because... Of how quick we pass the ball yeah. in tight places, you know. Yeah, and, and it's, uh, yeah, that's true. Eamon, actually, yeah, yeah the lines uh, yeah. can't keep up. Yeah, which yeah. is refreshing to see. Yeah, um, sorry, Ian, you've been waiting a while to come in. How did you see the game yesterday? Yeah, no, look, I, I, I thought, I thought we played very well, especially, um, I suppose, such a quick turnaround um, after playing over 120 minutes. Uh, on, thir- on Thursday night, um, like I think it just goes to show the fitness levels that's there, and like that was a massive kind of I suppose statement to a lot of Arsenal haters, uh, <laughs> as I would say <laughs> that uh, say that we don't have the squad, we don't have the fitness levels to keep up with City. I think that rightly shut them up. Um, be- being honest, I think it showed there that we have just as much fitness as. As City, City have for the games that we have to play. I do think, look, I think before I kind of go into the Palace game, I do think it's the blessing in disguise going out of Europa League. Like, yes, you won a European Cup, but I look at that draw and I see what our running would have been mixed in with the likes of having to play Juventus back-to-back and then possibly Man United. Like, I mean, like, I can't imagine how 
we would have crossed that, uh, tr- trying to mix league games into that then as well. So, look, I think fitness-wise, I think it's definitely going to, for the last 10 games, going to kind of do, do us a lot of, lot of favours being out of it, really. But in terms of the Palace game, I thought, I think Saka had a really great game, Trossard. Trossard just can't seem to do anything wrong. Um, I feel, I think he's been probably the fastest player we've signed that's just kicked kicked off and hit the ground running. Um, especially in, like when you think, like you'd swear we signed him in the summer, how quickly he's gelled. Like you have to nearly pinch yourself and just think he like, we he's only joined since January and he feels like he's been there for years. Like he's just an absolutely superb player. I can't fault him. Um, ben White, oh my God, what an absolute performance he had as well. And I don't think sometimes he gets the, he gets the credit he deserves. Like, oh, from Arsenal fans, he does. But I think outside of Arsenal, like, as, as you can see, him not being picked for England, I think is an absolute joke. I think, like, I mean, when you, it says a lot when the likes of Harry Maguire still getting picked for England over Ben White. Like, I'm like, come on. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's an absolute travesty. Like. It is, yeah. It's gone beyond a joke. Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely. But I think, look, we took the goals well. Um, I think Martinelli's goal was brilliant. I'm not sure if you've seen a video of Ramsdale. Ramsdale was nearly kicking the ball in himself before it even hit the net. <laughs> I love that. Like that was brilliant, brilliant to see. Um, yeah, but I no, Saka, Saka, Saka's second goal was so important. Um, because you could see when Palace scored. I'm sure Ozzy, you probably felt it in the Emirates. Like the mood started to kind of change a bit. Like you're thinking, oh no, here we go again. Like it's gonna be kind of. Squeaky bum time, as they call it. Like, yeah. But um, I think that that third goal just kind of sealed the deal. Then you can see Palace heads kind of drop. Then, but um, look, I, I, I like, Palace are no easy team to play either. Like I know, like, winning four one, you kind of say, oh look, that's like it's just, it's only Palace to walk in the park. But we've seen the games that we've had against Palace over the years, and they'll, they'll give anyone a good game. So like, I mean, it's credit to Arsenal at the end of the day for. The professional performance that they did, especially so quickly after um, such a like long period of time on Thursday. But look, I think overall, my man of the match is Ben White's just like full house, really. To, to be honest, I can't really uh, give it to anybody else. I think he was absolutely superb. He does the simple stuff well, the hard stuff really, really well. And I think it's just it's, it's very hard. Like, I, I think there's very few performances all season that you could really have too much negativity to say about him. And um, I think Rob Holding, as the lads mentioned as well, I definitely think he needs a mention too. I mean, I know when we see Rob Holding go on in games, we're thinking, oh no, like, why is he coming on at this time? Like, But, like, look, can he do that every single week? Probably not. But at the end of the day, you take it game by game, as a wise aiming always says. And, like, in the game that we were in, he he done he done he done the work that was required of him to do, so I can't fault him for that. But look, I think with the running coming in, I think it's it, it it's it's a massive massive three points. I mean we're eight points clear. Where okay, City have a game in hand, but look, I swing it back to last season, and we were the ones that had games in hand. And I tell you now, after seeing the way last season went, I will take points on the board over games in hand any day of the week. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, percent. Um. Yeah, uh, who was your man in the match? Thirty-eight yesterday. Uh, ben White. Ben White. Yeah. Yeah, got a throw to Ben White as well. I thought he had a great game. Yeah. Um, a foot clean sweep at us. Um, I thought Wackham Anderson was a big loss to Palace. Uh, 
rematch as well. He, he so what? Sorry? So what? He, he was a big loss to them. Yeah, but so know. what? Um, <laughs> Saliba was a big loss to us. So what? Yeah, it's, it's Saliba. He's okay, but he's a lot to prove still. Um, I still prefer Rob holding over him just because of the hairband. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, hopefully Saliba isn't out too long. You know, I don't know when he'd be back. Has there been a due date back? I'm going to give Gus Caesar a ring. Don't want... us worry about Rob holding. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Gus, yeah, Caesar. Be, Gus Caesar. To be honest, it's a good thing Rob Holding did play well though, because Tommy Asi's out for yeah, the rest. You don't even know who Gus Caesar is. Check him out, mate. You know. <laughs> I will. I will. After, <laughs> after the show, I'll check him out. You have me he where played, he played <laughs> Shamrock Rovers in the eighties. Great, great player. Yeah, <laughs> you say you say Gus about Caesar, Rob. Gus Caesar actually played in in, in the nineteen eighty eight League Cup final for the Arsenal at centre back against Luton. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's even a player called that. No, Gus. I'm not talking about Julius Caesar now. I'm talking about Gus Caesar. It's going to move at the same pace. I'm just taking out my Gus Caesar <laughs> question <laughs> now out of my quiz. Who plays centre half? Gus Caesar or Julius Caesar? I've got to take it out of the quiz now. <laughs> Cheers, Haven. Thanks, mate. Reading my content. I spent it all night to on be that. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Jordan Emirates tournaments being aiming you to play it might as well have been you this season <laughs> yeah well uh, Jonathan you were in goal there you went down like a roll of lino <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah Bernard Lino <laughs> <laughs> I, I played he went, he went, Jonathan, Jonathan went down like a mortgage <laughs> I was actually being honest with you, lads. I was afraid of being called up to the Arsenal team. <laughs> I played that well. <laughs> That's it, man. Jonathan man. was a very brave goalkeeper. He actually had a kebab before the game. That's how brave he was. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why everything was going through my hands and going. <laughs> It's not nothing better to be insulted on your own show. I have to say, it's what I look forward to week on week. Sheesh the crowd, eh? Sheesh the crowd. Sorry, I hope Daddy um, Ozzy's proud yeah. of you on this. Yeah, he'll be proud of these jokes, I'll tell you. <laughs> no, if, but, no, I have to say that's <clears throat> we're back to eight points cleared again. Where we were a few weeks ago, before the city game, before the really the start of February, wasn't it? So we're back yeah. in that position, and hopefully we can hold it now. You know, we're, um, we're playing week to week now. We're in the Leicester City position of games week to week, seven days. You know, and I think that would be a big um, that'd be a big plus for us. Yeah, but mm. April's a big month, I think. Um. I think every fixture, being honest, now to the end of the season, you can't really call it now, you know, because every game's, every team's going to be able to put one over on us, you know, when you're top of the league and everyone has something to, to fight for who are playing. So it's, it's an exciting end of season. Um, 
I quite liked, I was watching Match today too as well, and I was quite liked how confident and how well Bukaya Saka comes out. Yeah. Uh, interviews. He, he, for a young lad, he comes out so mature and he, he just loves the club, doesn't he? You know, like speaking to Martin Keown. Well, and, can, can I say this? Yeah, anybody who didn't, who didn't get the Sunday Times yesterday, uh, try and get a back copy of it. There was a brilliant article on Bukaya Saka in the Sunday Times yesterday. Was there, yeah? Uh, no, it it's really, really insightful into his youth, his father, and how how everybody just loves him. Gareth Southgate loves him. Yeah. Everybody just loves him. You know, it's a really, really good article. So anybody who hasn't seen the Sunday Times uh, listeners, go have a look at it. You know, it's really good. You know? There's one thing to be said about our youth policy, right? Because I was, I was talking about this on Thursday night with another chap, but. Um, that Ethan Noir has been linked with uh, Man City. Yeah. Chelsea are after him, right? Yeah. And he was saying, well, he's going to go then, is it? I said, well, why would he? Why would, it, why would he go? If he looks at Arsenal's youth, well, now we brought someone like Saka through and all the other you know young players we yeah. brought through, you've only got to look at like, people like Amari Hutchinson, who's gone to Chelsea. He's yeah. going to sit in the under-23s under because they've, they've already recruited to yeah. £100 million plus more, nearly £100 million plus players in, in his position. He's got no chance of getting that side now. Absolutely no chance. And he'll sit. He'll probably rock for five years in the under twenty. No, he'll no, he end up playing with Watford. Yeah, or he'll, yeah, he'll go on loan somewhere, won't he? But yeah. yeah. And, and it's... You know, I was thinking that. And I, I'm hating it, the fact that Man City and Chelsea are now sort of raiding our... Uh, doing a bit of a bright what we do to Brighton, <laughs> looking at our, looking at our players and trying to take them, isn't it? But I don't know. I just think, um, yeah, he's... Carl, that just means that we're doing things better than they are. Yeah, 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 hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. If you want to play, if you're good enough to play, and you're a young lad, just stay at Arsenal, don't you? you and by the way, I suppose like you could even look at the players across, like that, like that are out on loan. Like, I mean, I think I've got a good player for next season. That could easily slot in um, is Balagoon. Like I think, yeah. I think he oh, could easily slot in. He's a, he's going to be a worldie in. Yeah, I, yeah. I never saw that in him, but yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you never saw it in him. Well, we didn't get a chance really to play, did he? In the first team, you know, he's only, he's only a boy. Uh, he could have. He didn't push himself to be fair, but he, he learned quickly. And <laughs> he's twenty-one years of age. He wasn't like me. He wasn't like me, Aim, and I pushed myself. And okay. <laughs> okay. So he's not Vladovic, is what you're saying. <laughs> he can't yeah. down ten points on a Saturday night, is what I'm saying. Jonathan, he was lacking. He was lacking. You know what, right? Got it. Got it. Jonathan wanted us to spend seventy million on Vladovic. Look, look, let me put a scenario in here, right? If he had, if he weren't an Arsenal player now and he's doing what he's doing in France and we signed him for 100 million, we'd be talking about, wouldn't we? You know, oh, this is... No, no, Karen, it's worse than that. If we'd have bid 95 million <laughs> and Chelsea got him for 100 million, they'd be all moaning. It would be, it would no, be. But it's no, true no. though, isn't it? Alagon will be in our first team next season. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Is he top scorer in France, lads? I think he I is, think isn't he? Is. he? I think he is. I don't. Yeah, which is quite. It doesn't matter about being top scorer. No, that but I'm saying is like for a breakthrough season, really. You know, it's incredible. We sent them on loan because we want them to be our player. That's why we put them on a four-year contract. Yeah. Yeah. He's our player. You know. In terms of going back, lads. Um, uh, 
to, to Eamon in particular, Bukaya uh, Saka, 10 goals and 10 assists now in the season. He's the first um, Premier League player to do it, so um, at that age. Um, do you see glimpses of David Rocastle in him? Being no. 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 Oh, yeah, no, no. I'm going to go better than that. Mm. I see glimpses of George Best in him. He's better That's than David Rocastle. He's better than David Rowe. And David Rowe was fantastic. Yeah. I've said, when I watch this guy live, as I do every second or third week, right, the stadium comes to a hum every time he gets the ball. And that tells me something. This guy is a worldie. Yeah. David Rowe was a Gunnar legend. But not only he was a worldy, I think he was brilliant. This guy is a worldy. He's different gravy. He is different gravy. Yeah. Did you ever see David Rocas alive, Eamon? Do you mind? Yeah, I did, yeah. 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 David Rocas was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But Kyle Osaka is a worldy. Different gravy. And Okay, Rocky fans are gonna are gonna crease me with sentimentality and all that. I'm saying David Rocastle, absolutely fantastic player, one of our greats. This guy is different gravy. Hmm. This guy is up there with Bear Camp and Andre. Yeah, that's a, that's a big call. Yeah, it's a big call. Right. Do you 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 remember Ozzy? Uh, oh, sorry, you remember Rocky Ozzy? Sorry, do you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And do you see any comparisons between the two? Um, in terms of pace wise, yeah, you, yeah, you know, Rocky was great. Rocky yeah. was like, 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 Aim was not saying he's about, you know, Aim was saying he was a class player, yeah. But, but I think Sacco, he's got that something special, um, that takes him above into the elite because yeah. you can't put, you know, you can't put people in the elite category, you know, as much as you know, we're talking, yeah, we're, we're talking the sort of big, big, big. World class players, and 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 I think he's, he's up there. Yeah, that's an incredible thing to say, though, isn't it? About him, like in such a short space of time, to have him. You, at you the know ass. what, right? I tell you, yeah. this was summed up right on Thursday night when Saka came on as sub, and he went over to, to take. Um, he went over to, to to the wing where the sporting fans were. They yeah. clapped him. They clapped him. They didn't abuse him. They clapped him. That says a lot about a player, right? <laughs> you know, say you know, that famous song. You only come to see the Arsenal, but honestly, they 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 they, they clapped him when he came on. Yeah, that's that's that's, un, that's unknown, isn't it? Yeah, from the opposition yeah. fans. Yeah, it's an incredible accolade. Believe it's, it. But he's so humble, isn't he? Like he's so I talented, but he, he's yeah. kept his feet on the ground, hasn't he? Like he doesn't yeah. get too far ahead of himself. No, he's he signed his contract, he isn't he? No, no, just three. That's what the whole Sunday Times article was about. How humble he is and how humble his family is and his upbringing. And uh, Annie Gunnar, get the Sunday Times from yesterday and read it, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to get it from somewhere, Eamon, yeah. As, as humble as he is as well, I like you mentioned it, Jonathan, as well. I, I watched Match of the Day too and seeing him talk after the game. And I... I I love, everyone can love how humble he is and the skill that he has, but you can see how much drive he has as well. 
Yeah. And I think that's that that just shows how he's such a fantastic player. It's just oh, he like anyone can have the mindset, but he has the skills to match the mindset as well. And I think that's yeah. just what, that what makes him a world class player is that he's not a player that's going to settle for anything other than top class. Like he's not going to settle for second best. He wants to be the best of everything he can do. And I think that's that's players that we we we've lacked for a long long time. And I think it's. Well, Right, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and, and I, 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 I'll just give you a bit of insight into the article. Steve Morrow was talking about him. Right, Steve Morrow was a underage coach at the Arsenal, and he said, um, they were, he was a left full back, and they said that he didn't do jinking runs or whatever. It's just his power came through, but his, his problem was he he'd no right foot. He done right foot, and then all of a sudden, within about six weeks, he had a dagger of a right foot. You know, I wouldn't say he had a right shoulder neither. After what Adam said, <laughs> <laughs> I have to smile when you said Steve Barr. I, don't well, I mean, we cannot, we have a joke. I'm, I'm trying to give the viewers a bit of a serious insight into the game here, John. Well, excuse uh, me, Amy. <laughs> But, but Kyle Saka had no right foot. <laughs> no right foot. If you look at the goal he scored against Leeds, look at the one he whacked in the other day. You know, we need this guy. Driven. He's driven. He's driven. Is he? And he's driven for the Arsenal. And we just. Would you say? And by the way, I have to give credit to um, one big fucking German. Our Highland Academy, since he took over, is looking like a serious thing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Yeah, but We're mentioning Saka, Saka here, and like, we're saying about Roadcastle, and like, is he like Henri, or is he in, the, in that kind of thing? I suppose, look, this Arsenal team is being compared to, like, I suppose, are being put up against the benchmark of the Invincibles, of 2000, 2000, was it 2003, 2004? Do you think Saka would get into that team back yes. then? Like, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's that good, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I definitely agree. And with that. To be honest, I think there's a lot of players in this 11 in as well that will get into that invincible team now as well. Is it, the, the the current crop of players they 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 be getting in that invincible team from o three o four. Different eras. Different eras. It's hard to come, you know to, yeah. to, to talk about that. But would well, book how is they, 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 yes. they're they're as good as them, you know. Like in terms of teamwork and all, you know, the, there's no. There's no big personalities. That's what I like about this team at the moment. You know, there, it's a it's a collective effort. You know, I think, I think they're all big personalities. They're all captains. They're all, you know, I, I think, I they're think very they're, they're, they're all very humble yeah. though, aren't they? Yeah. Like they're steady, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they're they've their feet on the ground. You yeah, know, I know what you're saying. yeah, yeah. You know, like there's no even Granite is kind of you know he's setting himself now. You know where. He doesn't go into reckless tackles anymore, or you know, he's a different player now this season completely. As Eamon said, you you were at the match when he was given yeah. off to, off to the fans. Now he's being 
applaud and he's his own chant, you know, where you can come from with a bit of heart and just, you know, just steady yourself. And, and, a, and a bit of trust from your manager. Big name manager there, Jonathan. Big name manager. I have to say, I don't know if it's from the conversation. He needs to win the big trophies. Jonathan, I have to say, and I don't know exclude card from the conversation. This Arsenal team reminds me of the Dublin team under Jim Gavin in GA. Humble, grounded, they know what they're doing. Unity of purpose, singularity of purpose. They'll make mistakes along the way, sure they will. And if they come up short, we'll all forgive them. But by God, as Carl said earlier, they have given us some excitement. They have enriched our lives. This yeah. team has enriched our lives. From 100%. what we saw last season, yeah, 100%, haven't they? You know, they've, it's been a remarkable transformation in less than a season you know from what 13 defeats last season was it to like that, yeah. Yeah. It, it's just incredible it really is but we and still have a chance for 13 um, we've only three and we've 10 games to go so we can still get to 13 <laughs> aim and do not put a sock in it <laughs> <laughs> yeah no look long may you continue after the, it's just a bit of a pity the international race come up but um Look, no, it, might, it might be much yeah, I, think, I honestly think the international break is coming at the best time for us, personally. Yeah. I, I don't know when you're in this moment, man, in this sort of momentum in the league. Yeah, it's it's 50-50, it's isn't it? You know? Ten games left. they got one slog to go now. And they're going to have... But yeah. arrested, you know? Man, Man City's not to win the league, I know. But anyway, we'll enjoy the, we'll enjoy the ride as long as... <laughs> um, I suppose briefly... Lads, uh, with no show next week, how do you see the Leeds United game going? I, I serve for you, Eamon. Oh, it's after the international break. Let's not worry about that now. Let's <laughs> not worry about that now. We've we've got a couple of weeks to draw a breath. Um, very quickly, Leeds could beat Brazil or Argentina, <laughs> and they could also lose it. And they could also lose the Scunthorpe. They're bonkers. Yeah, Leeds are bonkers. I watched the Wolves Leeds game the other day. Yeah, it's crazy. Honestly, God, it could have been it could have been seven five in the fucking fifth set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just mad, right? So you wouldn't take Leeds for granted. And by the way, we played them at home last year. I was at the game. Yeah. And we went two 0 The man sent off, and they tortured us for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah did they are mad? So. The trick is, what the Arsenal have been doing, take every game in a compartment and deal with it. Yeah. That's what we did yesterday. That's why we're eight points there. And if we continue to do that, do you know what? Something serious could happen. <laughs> yeah, it's just an incredible. You could see Martin Keown yesterday as well on a match day. The, the excitement, you know, like, it's very, very rare I ever seen getting excited, but he's... The realization is kicking in that we're going to win the league. Um, <laughs> no, stop. Jonathan, I'm going to say to the viewers, <laughs> you're not saying that on the podcast. There's a double standard here, you know. <laughs> well, goes on. 
as I said, what goes on in the podcast group stays in the <laughs> I think we I think we need a green screen and just show all his text messages in the corner. His double standards are so frustrating. <laughs> Already got Ian's going to come out with a ridiculous prediction of 5 0. You have to pay for his mistakes. <laughs> At least I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man of my word. Where's your one? <laughs> I, I'm having a bad month financially, okay? <laughs> it was a bad week at Cheltenham. <laughs> um, Ozzy. <laughs> Since Daddy Ozzy's listening, doing proud, how do you see the game going on April's day? It depends depends what leads turn up, really, isn't it? It really is. Um, Like like I said, they're up and down. I'm going to go in... You know, you know, to Ian, I'm going to go for a free nil Arsenal win. <laughs> That's a big donation to the cast as well. We just want to classify. I'm not paying Ozzy's donation if he gets that wrong. <laughs> so, uh, so no, so uh, you know what? What? It's an international break. It's too far into me to think about. I'm just going to go for a free nil. I'll put a bet on now so I can get it out of the way. But uh, yeah. Um, yeah, look, I. I, it's a bit big game. I think our home games. I think our home games. We, we, we know which away games are going to be. I, I don't think the city. I think you know. I'm not looking too far ahead. I'm sorry, Eamon, for this. I know you don't like doing it, but this league's going to be one at Anfield, at, um, the Olympic Stadium, and, and, and Newcastle for me. Um, the you Man City that, games. You yeah, Anfield, does he, even with the gap we have. Do you not think we can enforce? I don't want to get too far ahead of it, but I look at yeah. the away games we've got: Liverpool, West Ham, and Newcastle. They're the ones. If we win. They're the ones we need to win. I think the Man City yeah. game um, yeah. is a 50-50. But I think if if we do well in them them three games, I think we've got a very, very good chance. But um, I, I think that's where it will be won or lost um, in those three games, personally, looking at the fixture list. But the home games, look, we've still got, still got to go there, still got to win them. Um, going back to Leeds, um, I think we'll win. I do think we'll win. Um, and I think we'll win comfortably in that one because I think it'll be straight after the break. Um, it's just the next two after that are massive. Um, so let's hope we don't pick any injuries up in the international break. Let's hope Bukayo Saka gets a bit of a rest, which is unlikely to happen. I see Rashford's picked up a knock. Do you, I don't know if you've seen that. I pulled out the squad today. Um, <laughs> I wish Saka does the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, every time it happens um, with one of their players. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, 3 0. That's yeah. what I'm going to say. I'll go with 2 1, like. Last May, I think it was. Uh, I think with Leeds fighting for their lives and they're playing okay under Grassy as well. I, I go with two one. Um, you know, because after the international break can be, you know, it's always hit and miss the first game back. Um, Ian, how do you see the game going on? on um, April? you're at that game, aren't you? Yeah, I'm gonna be at that yeah. game, and as, as I said, stand, stand, stand by my ground. I am not making any <laughs> score prediction whatsoever. Um, what I will say is, any time that I've gone to watch Arsenal in the Emirates, they've always won. So I'm hoping that tradition stays, keep go, going on. What I will say is, look, I feel like I'm, I feel like Eamon's inside my head now at this stage. But we take a game by game, and I think, look, uh, the, the most the most important thing is we just get just get on with it, and we do our own job. Uh, look, if every other results go in our favour, it's a bonus. But look, we just take it game by game. <laughs> at the end of the day, 
the end of the day, like you can focus on Liverpool, you can focus on Newcastle. That's three, four games away. And if you focus too much on those games, you could end up dropping the games that are in front of you. So yeah. just have to beat what do you really think, play. Ian? What do you really think, mate? <laughs> as I say, they'll have as a chance. This lad has a chance. Just get on with it. He's got in your head. He's got in your head, Ian. Uh, has a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing, if David O'Leary had a stake in this show on that, I think he'd be making a fortune. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm making it for a point I'd later like, on. <laughs> I'd like to know what Ian's prediction is so I can get the donation now. <laughs> no, I, I think we all agree we're going for a home win. And oh, yeah, once, once again, I'm going for, win, but I, I go for 7 6 in the final set. <laughs> God. Not again. I'm gonna order you a top saying our Ted is a big name manager for when we win the league. <laughs> Take that the host. <laughs> I, I I have to say I never such a thing. I I, I won't be doing a rant I can't say, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm still waiting I for just, the teacher saying let's get on with it. <laughs> let's get on with this big name manager at the back. Imagine imagine in mid rant had Conte gone. Blah, 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 blah. Get on with it. It would have been hilarious, you know. I have to say and it was Conte O'Leary job, you know. <laughs> it's very yeah. refreshing to see oh, him coming out and naming the players because it's always on the manager or the coach and staff, you know, and it's great to see something like, you know, it probably will cause him his job, but it has to be said, and you know, like regard, you know, the players do have to stand up and look at themselves, you know. But it's great to see them in decline as well. <laughs> um, Champions League, you're having a laugh. <laughs> Fucking love it. Um, I love seeing Conte flying home on a Ryanair flight. Thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, um, it's great to see them be managers come April first. <laughs> Um, goal and player of the month, lads. We start with goal of the month. Mine will be uh, has to go to Reese Nelson, just because it was a belter and just because the point of the game it was in. <laughs> um, what a boy! Uh, Ozzy, your goal of the month? Oh, it's got to be Reese Nelson. I don't know. I know he was there as well. You can't. <laughs> oh, Ozzy didn't even make a donation that day, and he's. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was a cracking strike. Yeah, it was just the way the stadium erupted was like we won the league. Yeah, it was just one of them moments, it, wasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I would have loved him to be there because you know, it's one of them moments you'll never forget. You know, right. you know, Mickey Thomas, <laughs> it's up for grabs now. <laughs> Ian, your goal of the month. Ah. Oh. Please, I, ha- I have to say, Reese Nelson. Like, I was there when Ozzy, Avon was there as well. And my God, I've never, never, never had so many random people jump on me, hug me. God knows what. It was like a love fest. Like, it, it, I, I, I genuinely can't even remember seeing the ball hit the net. It was absolutely surreal. So I have to, I have to give it to Reese Nelson. Yeah, take it, bro. Take it, bro, son. Eamon, goal of the month for March. Uh, Charlie George. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, goal, goal you have to be different. Sec- you just have to be different. Goal of the month for me was actually the second goal against Fulham. When Saliba hit that ball off his left foot from the right wing and set up a move 
that just carved them apart. Yeah. And ended up with Martinelli's header. That's called the one for me. It was a brilliant yeah, team. Absolutely. Yeah. I know I know the reason that's a goal caused the most excitement, but if you want to watch a goal, um how it should be scored playing football against the team trying to press you, that was the goal. That was the goal. You know? Yeah, yeah I won't after uh, there was another goal that was in there for me that's Bukaya Sack against Everton. That one where he smashed it past Jordan Pickford, absolutely. But there were so many good goals in that month, just for team play alone as well. Um, yeah. So 14 goals, it was a tough one this month, I have to say, considering February was only about, what, four goals? <laughs> we were spoiled for choice. Player of the month for me would probably have to go to Leandro Trossard, just because of his assists and for staying in the team ahead of um, Jesus. And, he, and, and he, I think Gabriel Jesus knows he's quite a hell of a job to get back in there. Um, as well, the hat-trick of assists against Fulham as well, so I'm going to give it to um, Trossard. I think he's been a brilliant signing um, since he's come from Brighton, so he's my player of the month. Ozzy? I'm going to go for Odegaard. I think he's been consistent this month. He's been a captain. Um, he's been brilliant. Yeah. Um, his link play, and I think a lot of the sort of, you know, similar to Trossard, a lot of, a lot of our goals have come from him. Slicing up the defence. So, yeah, might not have gone for me. Um, Ian, your uh, player of the month? I'm going to go a bit different. Like, I think uh, there's so many players that could deserve it, to be honest. Um, but I'm actually going to give it to Xhaka. I think mm. Xhaka has been immense. Um, I think we've all kind of said it the way he's 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 turned around from where he's been to up to now. But I think what he does and just the way he gels the midfield so well, I think... I have to give it to him because like there's been a lot of tough matches, especially like the games against Bournemouth and the games against um, Palace as well. And he's he's just been immense. Um, I think he really really has. Um, he brings a lot to the team more more so now than he ever did. So I think for me, I'd give it to Jacka. Um, Eamon, player of the month. Uh, Peter Story there. <laughs> uh, what what month are we talking about? I'm talking about April seventy three. Um, <laughs> third one for me is Gabriel Martinelli. Yeah, because he has really, really, really stepped up and driven us forward. I know Bakayoko Saka is a worldly. Martinelli's probably you're looking at the next level with the potential to be a worldly, but my God, he has stepped up for us. I'm going to give it to Martinelli all day long. Yeah, it's great to see so many different choices. It shows yeah. how well the players have played month to month. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. been happening with our player and goal of the month each time now. Yeah, so it's great to see. Um, with it being the international break now, um, and don't to ask each one of you one game lads that has summed up um the season so far. Ozzy, serve you. That's been the standout match. Blimey, there's so many to think of. You put me on the spot. I'm going to say Bournemouth because yeah. I know so recently, but look, we were 2 0 down. We come from behind, we show <coughs> character, and we've done that all season. Uh, when we've lost, we've bounced back. When we're down, we come back. Yeah, it's, it's going to be that. It's the most obvious one that sticks in my head. I'll probably kick myself for shouting shout that one. But, you know, for me, that shows everything what, what his team's about, what they've learned. And, um, and also the excitement they've given us all season, um, which 
I'll for I'll forever remember this season, regardless of what happens, like we said earlier. Yeah, it's great to hear, Ozzy. Um, I'd probably give it to the three-two home in over United, just because in Kessie last few moments. But I think that's another game along with the Bournemouth game that could, if we go on to win the league, be the one, you know, to find a moment. I think. Um, Ian, one game that sums up the season so far for you. I'm actually going to be a bit unorthodox here. Oh, sorry, Ian. Ian sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, you go ahead. Sorry, you go I misheard you. Miss sorry, Ian. Yeah, you go ahead. Sorry, Ian. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Ian. Ian uh, okay, are you you're on it. You're on it. It's not a donation, Ian. It's only a virgin. Yeah, no, I think for me, like, just start, there's so many games you can give it to. But I think, look, just personally for being at the game and just uh, actually seeing the way the whole game went, I have to say Arsenal and Bournemouth uh, being that game because, look, I mean, you look at Bournemouth against Liverpool. You look at you look at the games that they can do against teams like they're like it just goes to show what we did in that particular game. Like, um, you when you're playing teams at the bottom of the table and they they they're not easy to score against. Uh, and I think to just the way they came back, the fight that showed, and it's just the drive like the the drive to win. Like, it's just it was it was it felt like just a statement a statement win. Uh. To be honest, I think yeah, like it, it, it gave me vibes back to when we played Leicester in the Premier League and Welbeck scored in the last minute. Um, and unfortunately, we it wasn't our year that year, but like you just got that vibe that it was such a such an important goal. So I think for me, I'd have to say that that game was um the game the game of the season so far. Um, Eamon, over to you. Well, Game of the season, they're all games of the season, but for me, the most constructive game was Leicester away. And it was there. And I'll tell you why. They have a go at everybody at their place. They never had a go with us because they were afraid of us. And that shows where we are on the map. Yeah. So for me, the Leicester game, I was expected to be under pressure from them. And they never laid a glove on us because they were afraid. And that shows where we've come. Yeah. So to me, the most instructive game and the most important game, like there's a reason why we've won 11 or 12 away games. That's it. You know? Yeah, that, that is a good show, actually. Yeah, it was a t- very tight game, that one. And No, it wasn't tight, Jonathan. No, no we won no, a one sorry. No, in, They, they never crossed the halfway line. It took a moment of brilliance, didn't it, from... Martinelli as well for that goal. You know, it was a really good finish. Yeah, yeah, but the, but the point I'm making is they never crossed the halfway line. They were afraid of us. It yeah. just shows you where we've come from. You know, Leicester would have beaten <laughs> us two seasons ago. Leicester would have beaten us two seasons ago. Do you know? Yeah, we have come so far under Arteta. It has to be said. Yeah, and for a small name manager, that's becoming a big name manager. <laughs> um, being I suppose being um. With no show next week, March 31st marks uh, the 22nd anniversary of David Rowcastle, um, who sadly passed away um, in 2001. Um, the, the, that day, I think we played sports that day at Highbury. Uh, Robert Perez scored, wearing the number seven jersey, and Thierry Henry. So it was quite poignant that Robert Perez would score on the day. Um, 
Uh, any briefly, any thoughts, um, lads, on David Rocastle being his anniversary? Aim. Uh, any thoughts on David Rocastle? Yeah. No. <laughs> Legend. Yeah. Gentleman. Scholar. Representative of the club. What more do you want? Yeah. An absolute legend. Yeah, his status should never be forgotten. Yeah, I say, I think, I think he deserves a statue at the Emirates. Remember who you are, where you came from, and yeah. what you represent. Here, here, Damon. Well said. Um, Ozzy, any thoughts on David Rocas? He's a player I watched growing up. Yeah, so, yeah. so of course I love him. You know. Um, along with Righty and everyone from back that day, you know, yeah. it's, it's just, uh, yeah, um, he's, he's a legend, club legend, and he's everything about what it means to play for the Arsenal. Um, you know, when Saka got that number seven shirt, he knew exactly what that meant. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, so, so yeah, club legend. Yeah. Well, what else, what else can you say? Um, other than there's a really good documentary on BT Sport, <laughs> Rocky and yeah, Righty, yeah, um, which, is, which is fan, yeah. fantastic watch. So if you want to learn about him, you don't know about him too young or whatever, but watch that because that was a good that, that, that you know that sums him up for me watching that. So yeah, Ian, thoughts on um, David Rocasson? Um, like to be fair, like I mean, I I wouldn't have the nice yeah. the lads the lads would have to be fair, like of him. I yeah. have seen I have seen all like kind of matches back 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 in his time and he was a fantastic player, uh, an absolute club legend. I think he just, there was just, he just seemed to, he was one of those players that from what I can see from bits I've seen, he was just a player that couldn't do anything wrong. And um, I think it was a lot, I suppose more, I, I would like to say that it was nearly more physical back then as uh, than it, it nearly, nearly is now sometimes. Um, I think, yes, I think he was just a fantastic player. I think the, the way he was able to move the ball and, just just gelled so well. I think he was just a fantastic player. And I think it's when you see that as 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 we suppose we were mentioning Osaka now as well, I think I can understand what the trail he must have brought back then when I see Saka now and I see how much Saka means to us and the excitement you get when he's on the ball. Like I I, I can kind of understand it that a little bit more. Yeah. Well you see, I'm gonna say something. Alan Smith, another Arsenal legend. He always said about David Rocastle, right? Not only was he a great player, but he was hard as nails. <laughs> he was hard. You see, that's the thing about Rocky. He was hard as nails, right? And I think there's four number sevens at the Arsenal for me. Bakayo Saka, Robert Perez, David Rocastle. And lame. And I'm, my God, that's some lineup. That's some lineup of number sevens. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we've, we've been blessed with number sevens, haven't we, over the years? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, David Dean really summed it up as well. Chairman aren't meant to have favourites, but Rocky was one of mine. That says it all, doesn't it? Yeah. Aside from a player, he was a great person, yeah, and such a loss to... Um, Obviously, his family and to the footballing family, really, you know, because anyone that passes, really, regardless of who they play for, it's a sad loss to. But Jonathan Arsenal's family, he's yeah. never lost. 
No. Yeah, the reason, the reason why we're having this yeah. conversation is yeah. David Rocastle is never lost. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers to um everyone associated with David Rocastle. March the twenty fourth uh, is his twenty seventh yeah. anniversary. I'm just hoping they do something like a game against Leeds, you know, actually looking at that because he's a Lex Leeds player as well, wasn't he? So, yeah, yeah. I, right, I just yeah. hope I hope they do something on that. that yeah, they normally do, don't they? The yeah. front cover is normally dedicated to him, isn't it? Yeah, yeah well, fingers crossed they, they do the right thing. I'd, I'd expect yeah. to see, but yeah. It'd be great to see a statue maybe down through the years for him as well. I think he deserves it, to be honest, you know. you know, um, That's just my opinion on it. Um, uh, Eamon's not to sing us out like he did on Thursday. <laughs> We're going to do this at the end of every show. So before he does, um, catch our show on um, the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. And the Dublin Arsenal uh, Supporters Club bar is the River Bar. It's all yours, Eamon. Sing us out. <laughs> we won the league and I'm we won it at the lane. Stamford Bridge, Old Trafford. No one can say the same. Michaela Tartar's army. We're Arsenal through and through. Where do we sing it? We sing it on the North Bank. And where else? And in the talking too. <laughs> olay, olay, olay. <laughs> Come on, there, Arsenal. Come on, it, Gareth. Uh, Just get on with it. Put the fuck in it, Ivan. Just singing nonsense. Just get on with it. Next game, yeah. We'll be doing that chant every week till the end of the season. So, like, uh, it's, it's well worth to stick around listening to the end of the show for that in itself. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back Monday, April the 3rd, as it's in the international break. So until then, thanks for listening. Thanks for Don't watching. Forget. Don't and forget the quiz. Don't forget the quiz. Quiz is yeah. on Friday the 24th for ourselves. <laughs> Minus one question. <laughs> <laughs> when is Penis donation? <laughs> um, <laughs> until then, lads, have a great week. Um, and we'll see you again on April Fool's Day, Saturday the 4th, April 4th. See you again, lads. Thank Good you. luck. Have the goddess. Cheers, lads.